This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Inside the Runner Studio. This is your host Tom, and with me, as always, are Aaron, Michael, and Diana. Hello, hello, hello. And we are joined by our friend Greg. Hi, Greg. How are you? You're calling me a friend. I thought a couple of weeks ago I was your narch, our arch nemesis. You were, <laughs> but this um, is pe- this friend is- to take me out. This is peacetime. Podcast turf wars. That was war. This is peacetime. This is peacetime. Okay, really, this is peacetime. Okay. It was really Michael and I who wanted oh, to talk true. trash. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we kind of wanted Tom to stoke the fire. Tom was the one who was like, yeah, yeah. no, let's be nice. Um, actually, I heard today that you ha- your email address is bigballspeloton <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> It's embarrassing. Gbail. I asked for your email address from Tom, and that's what what Michael sent. And I was like, <laughs> for some reason, that bounced back. I don't know what happened. God. <laughs> oh God. So if anybody needs to get in touch with uh, Greg, that's how, how you yeah, yeah, yeah. try that email out. See what happens. See what happens. Anything. <laughs> If it returns, no problem. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Clearly, well, we're talking to Greg from Rise uh, and Run podcast. Yeah. And the, <laughs> Tom and him had a friendly little competition. What was it? Will Rise and Run, run for? Will Rise well, and Run foe? No. <laughs> Will, Will, Will Rise foe. and Peloton foe. And Pel- Peloton foe. foe. Yeah, yes. Foe. <laughs> Who knew uh, there were still character limits? Yeah, yeah. Who, who the fuck? Maybe, maybe that's why Peloton stock is in the trash. Maybe. Yeah. maybe yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh so my gosh, that competition was so ridiculous in this household. Like, I was so happy when you started traveling for business oh because I could take a day off. I was I and like I'd watch like. Like your workouts and like, okay, so is he on today? And it would get like later and I'm like, okay, is it, he, he's probably in bed so I can go to bed. Like he would be so excited if you didn't do a ride. He'd be like, thank God I don't have to get on the bike. Oh but there God, were like amazing. days where you do it kind of late and mm-hmm. he would just get out of bed at like 1130 and go do the bike. Oh my I'm God. Like, what are you Tom's doing? hardcore. He's Tom's like, like it a little hardcore. Greg just got like 20 miles. I've got to like do something. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I was just at the doctor and I was complaining to him of some hip and knee pain. And of course, they sent me down for x-rays. And I'm thinking, oh God, what's happening? Right before dopey training starts. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was talking to my run coach and he was like, I bet you it's because you were on the Peloton too much. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun, though. That was um, a lot of fun. Yeah. And that was for I charity? Think- that was for charity. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I, I made a $48.60 donation to American nice. Cancer Society, so – well, and, the best was when you guys said it was going to be 4860. I asked down and I was like, why, why in the world did they pick 4860? Well, that is the weirdest number. I'm like, 48.6? Oh, Michael. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, that That's seems right. like such a weird number. I'm like, it's not that weird. <laughs> I'm entrenched in the run Disney community. Oh, my gosh. He, the uh, weird like, part is that he, it, like, he runs just, like the Disney Marathon every year for the last, like... 
five oh, years. But God. anyway, uh, Tom, get us back on the rails. <laughs> okay, the rails. so so Greg, you know the format. We're going to ask you some running related questions, some random questions, just get to know you. Sure. But before we do, can you tell us a little bit? Blah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so I'm Greg. I live uh, in the suburbs of Philadelphia. My quote-unquote running career started probably sometime around 2012-ish. I got engaged. We had uh, my wife and I had a long engagement because the venue that she wanted was like booked out for 18 months or whatever. And um, you know, I've always been you know a, you know pudgy, stocky guy, and I was like, okay, I got to make these wedding pictures look good. <laughs> so I decided that, you know, I need to lose some weight. I'm like, you know, I'll just, you know, give running to try, even though I was one of those kids, you know, in elementary and, you know, high school where, you know, when it was the Arnold Schwarzenegger American fitness test and, you know, you had to run the oh, mile, God. you know, you dreaded it. Mm-hmm. Um, but decided to, you know, give that a go and then uh, got hooked with it. I, my first half was Rock and Roll Philadelphia. Uh, made that race and that whole organization rest in peace. Um, and then all of a sudden I found out, and I don't even remember exactly what it was and how I got tied into run Disney. Um, I want to say maybe I happened to be on YouTube and I came across one of, um, Gerald Resnick's, uh, res runs videos on YouTube. Um, mm. And then actually became friends with him because found out we both went to the same college uh, in Philadelphia. So we became friends and got hooked and run Disney and now um, part of this podcast and got to know you fine folks. So that's yeah, a little bit about me, my uh, my quote unquote illustrious running career. <laughs> <laughs> and we had uh, we had Bob also. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, according to him, we inspired him Another, you did start you did podcasting, absolutely did. which is just really weird to us but well listen, yeah because he, you're like if these idiots can do it anyone <laughs> can like come on story well the thing is bob needed the retirement project and yeah. i've yeah. been friends for a while and yeah. he knew i had editing chops and, and stuff like that and he's got that, that so broadcast a, voice oh absolutely he he is our walter cronkite yeah. to, to oh, yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. i love it there's no one none of none of us have that charm <laughs> oh my goodness all right so i guess we should jump into some of our questions yep and then yeah greg you're you're lucky because we don't have to to waste a ton of time talking about the podcast this episode like we did with bob so we can learn more about you there we go <laughs> like bob we got a little bob but it was mostly podcast so <laughs> all right do you have a favorite run of all time you know it doesn't have to be a race but a lot of times it is <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I would say my favorite run of all time, believe it or not, was actually not a run Disney race. Um, a few years ago, I did the Hershey Half Marathon. Oh, Unfortunately, they don't do that beast. race anymore. I know. And it was one of the greatest things because I read all this stuff online about how damn hilly it was. And that like scared mm-hmm. the crap out of me. And since I've started running, I've always been a, a Galloway runner. You know, so doing the intervals and everything like that. I somehow, don't ask me how, ran the first four miles of that race without stopping. Oh, wow. And then, you know, didn't start my intervals until wow. after I got out of the park. Uh, you know, I really appreciated that you got to run around, you know, the built the Chocolate World building. And yeah. you did about yeah. a mile and a half in the park. But what I really appreciated about the race was 
there was about a whole five k's worth where you ran through the Milton Hershey School. Um, oh, for those yeah. people that don't yeah. know about the Milton Hershey School, it's a place for um, you know very disadvantaged children who you know unfortunately just don't come or you know don't have the best upbringing. If they need a place to go to you know live and foster and be educated, they live there with essentially like host families. And what I appreciated about that was even though it was the hilliest part of the course, every single cluster of homes. All the kids were out giving you high fives. They had, awesome. they had signs and everything like that. Yeah. And then you know it was neat. You know, finishing up on Chocolate Avenue and everything like that. It was an awesome race medal. I'm not going to it was like super cheap at the time. And your race registration included two tickets to Hershey Park. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, always on my list of things to do. And then yeah. they they stopped doing running. Yeah, the race. I really hope they bring it back one yeah. day. Yeah, so I, I hope so too. I'll be out there. It was um, it was always the weekend of Baltimore. And we all know I'm a huge fan of the Baltimore Half Marathon. It's just <laughs> I don't know why we always end up doing that instead she of her. She hates that race. I hate it so much. But like, there was one year where I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to skip Baltimore this year. and I'm going to do Hershey. And then it was gone. And it was so yeah. sad. So, Greg, what is your po- fi- well, sorry. What is your go-to post-food run, post-run food or drink? What? Aaron. What is your go-to <laughs> post-run food or drink? Yes. yes. I'm sorry. I, apparently, I can't speak tonight. <laughs> that, that's quite all right. Um, you know, actually, I don't have, like, one specific thing, but I will say the thing that probably tasted the – or the, the most incredible taste that I ever had post-run was actually my last goofy training run that I had at the end of last year. Mm. I was supposed to do 26. I think I conked out at, like, 24 and a quarter or whatever. And, wow, that's far. <laughs> yeah, and literally I hadn't eaten anything all day besides, you know, goose and, you know, gummy bears. Yeah. So I was like, I need something. I was so close to a Wendy's oh, and went yeah. into the drive-thru and I got myself a large Coke Zero, Ooh. a chocolate frosting, some french yep. fries. Ooh. I'm telling Salt you. Salt yes. never tasted so good. <laughs> oh, um, God, yes. I'm I mean, telling you, yeah, that chocolate ice cream after a long run. You know what? Actually, you know, so believe it or not, well, uh, Jeff Galloway actually prescribes that chocolate milk is probably one of the best things that you can actually have right after any Michael, type of Michael's run. favorite. That's why yeah. he's my nemesis. He doesn't. Know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then, no, it, bringing up the the whole French fries and frosty thing, that was actually one of the desserts that my wife and I had passed out as a dessert hors d'oeuvre uh, oh, during our awesome. wedding. Do, do, do you dip your French fries in the the frosty? No, yeah. I, I don't do that. I, I oh. separate like that. But, See, I um, thought that you were going to say that you dip dipper. your French fries yeah. in your because no. that's like a, a super popular it is thing. Good. To oh, do. It, it, yes, it's very super popular. Just not for me. Mm, okay okay that's a cool wedding thing yeah. though yeah yeah oh is it my turn yes oh. we're professionals guys, oh, guys get sorry. it together this is embarrassing. <laughs> I was Wendy's and you're, shakes. you're embarrassing us in front of greg who's gonna go yeah, to bob i am so like... happy you said that though because when i was dopey training i used to stop at mcdonald's and get a chocolate yeah. milkshake yeah. yeah like it was well, right don't... where i'd run and you're the only other person who has said anything remotely close to that. And I thought I was like the, <laughs> well, the only, only person I, on the planet that did the that. The only reason why I wouldn't is because I'm lactose intolerant and I would blow up my stomach. Well, okay, McDonald's. Yeah, we don't yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any dairy in the McDonald's one. Yes, no, there, yes. I don't know what it is. <laughs> there is. Um, but I do like McDonald's now after a long run. Yeah, it's true. It's good. Uh, so what are your ideal running conditions? I would say low dew point. Uh, you know, it's funny. I actually checked the dew point actually before I check any temperature 
Uh, uh, because I know that that's idea. a big factor for me. You know, I'll take a, a nice light breeze. You know, probably my ideal range is high forties to low fifties. Um, actually yeah. I had those conditions when I ran uh, cherry blossom 10 miler this year. So that was absolutely oh, perfect. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. A couple of clouds in the sky. So that way, you know, my, my fake bald head, um, you know, <laughs> doesn't get burned too much. So yeah, obviously that was about the ideal. Do you run with music? Ooh, controversial. Yes. Uh, so it, it all depends. Um, you know, if it's a, a long run, I'll mix between music and podcasts, uh, shorter runs, I'll just do music. And then I have a specific, uh, like run Disney playlist, you know, so that's where I get my like power line and Disney attractions and stuff like that. But then I have another playlist that's the most random stuff you'd ever believe from in sync to Stevie wonder <laughs> to my boy trombone shorty. So it, it it's, I love um, it. yo, um, you know, Bill Conti's, you know, instrumental music from Rocky and stuff like that. So it spans, you know, quite the gamut. I didn't hear Dave Matthews on there. <laughs> uh, I do have like one or two, but it, it's unfortunately not um, not my number one go to. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, funny. no, you guys. No. That's that's something that you kind of just want to sit and enjoy the music. You don't want <laughs> you don't want to be doing anything else. I mean, Crash is one of those. Where, like, if I need to, like slow down, you know, and like you know, get my heart rate under control. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll listen to Crash. Oh. It's funny. The opposite well, happens to a- me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just had an episode uh, semi recently that was the mixtape remix or yes. mixtape yeah, mix or whatever. Yeah, yeah the mixtape yep. episode. So yes, yeah, so and that's uh, where I dropped that I appreciate the Nelly remix of Insync's uh, girlfriend. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, that's proud, right. proud yes. to admit yeah. that. Yes. One. So, uh, because I was just going to bring up that's some right. of the stuff you admitted to on. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. <laughs> Anyway, um, I was just going to say that's where I learned that Greg is a Nelly Insync fan. Oh, <laughs> oh my absolutely. God. Yep. Bring it. <laughs> oh, um, that's hilarious. So funny. Oh, have you had a running injury? <laughs> uh, I did have plantar fasciitis at one point, like everybody else in the world. Um, I'm actually still dealing with a little bit of Achilles tendonitis. And then, as I mentioned mm. before, now I have this weird, like, sharp pain from, like, my hip to my knee, thanks to, you know, the Will Rise of Peloton foe uh, challenge. Yeah. But, of course, <laughs> I don't know if that's specifically it. But, um, yeah, so I, I've had a couple, but, but nothing, have you ever, have nothing they too knocked insane. You out of, yeah, have they knocked you out of running for a while or had to recover from them? Um, thankfully, with, with the Achilles tendonitis, it was just one of those things where – it never really knocked me out. It was just I needed to adjust things. Um, and one of the things that I appreciate about the the Galloway program and, and working with uh, Coach Chris Twiggs is uh, there's this one method that um, is called Gwinning, uh, named after um, Kevin Gwyn, who's big in, in the Galloway community. And it's an interval of 30 seconds light running and two minutes of walking. And I would do that for a while to get myself up to speed or like warming up or whatever. And that's a blessing because if you just put a little bit of pep in your step in that 30 second run, especially if you're doing a run Disney race, you can have miles well under 16 minutes per mile. And believe it or not, for the marathon this past year, I did that from mile 15 on and finished well in front of the balloon ladies. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, we're going to move into the random questions and I highlighted this one specifically since, uh, you are a Disney fan. Mm -hmm. Who is your favorite Disney character, live action or animated? I'd have to go with Pluto. Um, I really, you know, he is who I gravitated to as a child. 
Um, but I would say like in adult age though, I'm a massive Muppets fan. Uh, me and my boy Fozzie Bear. So I don't know if you would technically consider him a Disney character per se. I mean, I know he's representing the parks and stuff like that, but if we're going to go, if we're going to go OG Disney, I love, I love Pluto. Uh, I love the Muppets so much. Did you like all any of the, all the new Muppets stuff that sort of came out and then, then it kind of all disappeared. <laughs> the uh, the 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 Jason Siegel movie. Yeah, that one. Um, I really enjoyed that one. I was not as big of a fan of uh, the the most wanted ones or whatever. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. I, I did enjoy the TV show that they did. I, I wish they wouldn't have abandoned that. Muppet Haunted Mansion so was great. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Muppets we now. That. Yeah, we I'm did. a little iffy on or whatever, but they they got to figure out the whole friend of Kermit thing. I mean, yeah. That, I know there's a whole controversy and and. The Henson family actually supports the firing and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, they got to get that figured out. And then once they do, then Disney needs to get its act together and get them in the parks more and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. great, yeah. uh, great moments in, in history. so good. Uh, yeah. It's so yeah. good. And they need to bring that it stuff back. So I agree. Good. That yeah. was one of the best things they had done. Just like as a casual, like, if you catch it, you catch it thing in the mm-hmm. park. But like, I'm a, I'm a super Muppets fan. And that's... Sh- TV show that you're talking about that they did was so brilliant. Yep. Where it was like a reality show. It was like uh-huh. a backstage. It was so funny. And I think it I just, watched it just Muppet breaks my heart that like Frank Oz wants nothing to do with Disney right mm-hmm. now. And that just it yeah. breaks my heart. But yeah. Oh goodness. Um so what is the one album you could listen to any day or time and get lost in it? So for me, uh, the one that I can get lost in, um, he's growing in popularity. I think I mentioned him before. Um, gentleman by the name of Trombone Shorty. Um, he put out an album um, about 10 years ago called Back of Town. And what I love about him is he is, he's from the Treme um, province of New Orleans, or sorry, the Treme parish of uh, New Orleans. And he just mixes jazz and funk and rock you know, all together, it, it's an, a collection, an awesome collection and melting pot of music together. I've seen him live several times. Hmm. I actually like rang in New Year's with him. He did a concert in Philly. Oh, wow. Um, years ago, got to meet him and got his autograph and stuff like that. Oh, but very just cool. The, the, the way that, that he transcends music and the fact that he, he does it at such a young age in the way that he does it. I just I, I love that that album back of town and, and anything else that he puts out. So good. That's he awesome. plays a lot of festivals. We've seen him a few times at yep. kind of bigger festivals. Yeah. Foo Fighters did a like, yes. Fourth he's of big July with the Foo Fighters. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago when he was there, but I feel like I've seen him other places. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Greg. What is the last film that you've cried at? Oh. I am a man for admitting this. Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife. Uh, because if there is one movie that defines my life, it is Ghostbusters. Uh, and the fact that, I mean, obviously they needed to do something grand and glorious to make up for that terrible reboot. Uh, don't (laughs) at me. Um, but the way that they were able to incorporate the ghost of Harold Ramis and the way that they ended that, um, I, I was, I was fighting back some tears on that one. So, um, yeah. Ghostbusters after I mean, hell, the, the day that Harold Ramis died, I remember the, the first mm-hmm. reaction I had was his famous line to Walter Peck was, your mother! Uh, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so great. I love that. All right. If you could be a member of any TV family, which would it be and why? This is an easy one. 
I want to be with the Golden Girls. Yes. <laughs> because so I, I love the, the, the sassiness of all of them. I love it. I, I, I feel like I kind of uh, empathize with Rose a little bit because I can be gullible as the days are long. Mm. Um, but then I also appreciate Sophia because she reminds me of my 95 year old grandmother. I mean, she oh. is quick as a whip and, you know, she'll knock you down three pegs real, real fast, you know? So, um, yeah, love the golden girls. Uh, actually I am signed up for a golden girls virtual run. My stuff I just came in the mail. Nice. Uh, the, I the think other I've week. seen that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So a, a coworker uh, of mine who's also big into the golden girls, uh, her and I are going to do that together. And, you know, it came with the shirt and actually made a, a donation to Betty White's charity. Oh, um, that's that's her, her animal charity. Uh, for, for her animal charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's it, cool. I, I'd be down there in Miami with the Golden Girls, you know, <laughs> at the table eating cheesecake. Love it. <laughs> uh, all right. If you could be a superhero, what would your superpower be? I, I don't, you know, I, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I try not to obsess over things too much. But, you know, if I could have as much information, you know, as possible, uh, you know, it's my disposal to make the, the best and, and proper decision. Uh, I guess that power would be helpful in that. <laughs> I don't know that I want to. I mean, would it be like one of those things where like you could always hear people's minds going or could you control? I would like, want to control you... it. I want to okay, no, So okay. like, you know, kind of like I want to be able to listen to you guys and be like, okay, this is what they're talking about. So I can take it back to the Rise and Run crew and be like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about this first. You know, This is how many people listen to their podcasts. Exactly. Now we have numbers. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. And now it's time for... The race report. No, I'm sorry. This is uh, <laughs> the, uh, as we discussed, we also had a race report. Very oh, different. God. Uh, anyway, uh, this is the James Lipton Memorial Questions. Rest in peace, James. Uh, and we begin with, what is your favorite word? Perfuffle. Ooh, oh, I like, I like that one. Yeah, that's a great one. That is a good one. That is a good answer. What does kerfuffle mean? Like, uh, like, like a I was scrum or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like a, a melee or something yeah. like that. Uh, okay. And what is your least favorite word? I don't know if I necessarily have one, but I'll, I'll go with a popular one, moist. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that on behalf of my wife because I know she hates that. Uh, that is a, a popular one. We recently, as in Talked like a it. few minutes ago, uh, before you were on here, we're just talking about that word. But I mm-hmm. do enjoy a moist brownie. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And Greg, I feel like we're on a little bit of a different <laughs> level. We, we went on a journey together. It was an epic <laughs> battle. So I'm going to look you in the eye and ask you, what turns you on? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you on a Peloton bike. spectacle it is a spectacle. <laughs> is the answer to what turned you off the same answer it better be <laughs> what, 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 what turns me off is income inequality but sure i'll, I'll, I'll make go. that my answer too <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. That's fair. oh my god i'm dying all right <laughs> what sound or noise do you love my daughter's giggle oh, oh that that's is awesome a, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's a good I one. Mean, she, How... she, she, could, she could drive me nuts till the end of days, but if she says daddy and, and has a laugh behind it, it gets She's me every little, time. She's little, right? How old is she? 
Uh, she'll be five next month. Yeah, yeah. So yep. she's still got yep. the good giggle. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't text you yet. Yeah, she's not old enough to talk back to you. And like, oh, uh, she does. Don't worry about really... that. She definitely does. Yeah, yeah. It's different when they're fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> and then, what sound or noise do you hate? This is all encompassing. And again, don't at me. Any country music. Ooh, I'm with Fair. you on that. It's terrible. It's absolutely mm, terrible. Agreed. I don't need to know about your how great fried chicken is in your green tractor and, <laughs> and your red solo cups and, and no I, I don't i don't have time for that M- music was created for a reason and it wasn't to talk about that uh, <laughs> this is this is controversial now <laughs> but that's okay we're bringing the heat this Good. episode all yeah, right i love it what uh, what is your favorite curse word so I don't think it's necessarily a curse word, but I, I heard this on a Lewis Black stand-up a couple of years ago. Um, feathers. I don't know what it was about that, <laughs> but oh. when I heard that, I was rolling on that one. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with feathers. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. Uh, yeah. that is... Where did you say you heard that? Lewis Black. A, a Lewis, Lewis Black, Black stand-up. Okay. Unfortunately, it's nothing great like Bob's like Consarnet or or you know, dag it or anything like that. So I, I figured I needed to bring something a little bit more unique. What profession other than your, your own would you like to attempt? Was I, was that the right question? Yeah, yeah, okay. Thank yeah. you. I actually would love to be a travel agent. I wish they'd make a lot <laughs> a more one. money. Um, yeah. Yes. It was one, I mean, obviously, you know, being Disney obsessed, I, you know, I'm like that unofficial person that, you know, friends or coworkers yeah. will come to. Um, but I think it's also a part um my mom used to be big on, you know, before, you know, the internet and, and stuff like that. And, you know, she'd go through the guidebooks and stuff like that. Oh, and she had like her guy. own like 25 page Microsoft Word document with wow. terrible, you know, clip art or whatever that, you know, she'd print out. And I've, I feel like I've embodied that over the years. Um, mm. So, yeah. So I, and I, I love traveling, whether mm. it's for pleasure or for work and, and everything like that. So, yeah, I think I'd be a travel agent again, but only if they made the, lot more money yeah exactly <laughs> uh and what profession would you not like to do politician mm. yeah good one yeah <laughs> that's i fair. feel like there's, there's a lot easier ways to help the world than than, than yeah. dealing with all that bs yeah all right greg well i get the privilege of asking you a final question but before i do just wanted to say thank you for coming on thank this you for having been, me this has been awesome if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates come on down <laughs> I, I as as much of a Ghostbusters fanatic I am, I am in equal prices right. Not oh, uh, you know. Yeah. So if uh, if God could embody Rod Roddy and tell me to come on down, oh yes, yeah. Yeah, that's what I would oh, want to hear. Man, that is awesome. That's a good one. Are you a, are you a one dollar kind of kind of person, or are you like a what was the last bet nine hundred and one dollars? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'd be that douche that, that would do that. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I, I thought you were going to go with the 420 guy. Uh, that's where I thought this was going. But you know, yeah, no, but no, trust me. I was stra- it would be strategy. And, and I went out for a couple of Bob Barker's last tapings before oh, he retired. Nice. That was that's actually awesome. my yeah. spring break my junior year. Wow. And oh, awesome. um, I, I made a promise myself that if I – got up on the contestants row i'd figure out a way to to bet one dollar so greg 
before we let you go, do you want to plug anything? Talk about your social media or I mean, your podcast? You, you, you plugged it enough. Uh, the Rise and Run podcast uh, were a, a weekly podcast, and uh, it, it's it's been quite the journey. I you know I do some co- I do some podcasting for uh, my everyday job, um, but I enjoy editing a podcast about Run Disney a lot more than I do about uh, glaucoma. Or dermatology, or something like that. So, um, yeah. So uh, we're on. As Bob likes to say, um, wherever fine quality podcasts are sold, uh, you can find us at um, at Rise and Run Pod. And guys, there there are competitions. So uh, yeah, it's very heated. Yeah, it's it's very heated. heated. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so so heated that we have each other on each other's podcasts. (laughs) Treat each other that much. Yes, I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna propose something here. Out of oh, the God. Blue. oh God! Oh God! It's always wild when this happens. Oh, Does it require Tom Listen. and I to get on the Peloton again? And Look, I'm just oh, saying, there's this little race called Rockin' the Knob. Oh God! <laughs> Greg, you live in the area. Rockin' oh, the Knob. Oh my! Not necessarily in the area. It's in oh, the South my, Central my. PA. Uh, it is uh, a great trail race if you'd ever like to, to enjoy oh, trail, trail race. My God, I, I I can already imagine twisting my ankle. And I have Tom, to Tom did the ten k last year. <laughs> Tom did the ten k last year as uh, his first big uh, technical trail race. And it's technical. It's uh, there's <laughs> steep. There might be. I feel like you're gonna have to give him incentive, like we gave climbs. Tom. <laughs> Like Tom, Tom's thing was if we get so many reviews. So yeah. what is the thing for Greg? Mm. If if they get if they if ten of our listeners go and review the Rise and Run oh. podcast, oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna it's make up. Not a- worth it, Greg. It's not worth it. I'm not doing. You guys it. are really selling this. <laughs> I love the race, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, do it, we know. We, it. We, but we it is. Uh, it. It's it is. It's a challenging race. But we really are gonna have to. Uh, I mean, you are so local to us. We are gonna have to find a Philly race or something to. Uh, yeah, to I, run I can't together. wait to awkwardly come up to you guys yeah. in an airport again. Uh, <laughs> you know. That was very fun. That was so oh, funny. Um, also, um, you should teach Bob that this is Michael. <laughs> Yes, it's so funny. Oh my and, god! Because the good. last episode, he did the same thing, and we almost died. <laughs> I loved it so much. It's so nice. <laughs> He's so nice. We love him. Um, Michael, Aaron, Tom, Diana, there the two bald guys. It's hard to. Uh, yes. Look, it's hard just to ignore the upside down pineapple on their wall behind them. It has uh, nothing to do with god. that. Or <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, this is where we awkwardly say, "Thank you for being on." Thank you, and we will talk to you later. <laughs> Bye, Take care. Bye. Bye.